Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thank you, Chris. 248-539-9797 is the telephone number. Um, John, before we get back to our to our Brad Holmes calls and, and texts. Where yes. do you stand on uh, PFF, Pro Football Focus, um, and their evaluations? Because they have their first uh, two-round post-senior ball mock draft. Oh, well, I'm just it's, interested to see what you have to think. Uh, uh, t- tell me what the mock is, and I'll tell you if I agree or not. Okay, I'm not going to go through every pick. I'm just going to go through the ones that I'll tell you the Lions. At 29, actually, is a guy that I mentioned last week. Cornerback Ennis Rakestraw Jr. from Missouri. Uh-huh. Uh, in the second round, it's filled with Michigan. The second round is filled with Wolverines. Okay. JJ to Minnesota at 42. Uh, Chris Jenkins to the Colts at 46. Mikey Sanrasil to Philadelphia at 50. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman Wilson to the Chiefs at 63. And the Lions are their second round pick, Edge. From Kansas, Austin Booker. Okay. Uh, and the other thing, and not not for this, but you know, with the Cliff Kingsbury now becoming the OC uh, at, Washington. at Washington, you know, he was the offensive coordinator at USC. Correct. Under Lincoln Riley. Now, obviously, Lincoln Riley more of an offensive coach, but he had you know Caleb Williams under his wing. Yep. They pick at number two. They pick at number two. Will they have enough if Chicago decides? All right, we'll either trade down to two or do whatever. You think that's part of the reason that they might have gotten Kingsbury? Because of his relationship with Caleb Williams. And you know, Washington wants Caleb Williams because he's a hometown kid, too. Yeah, but I've also heard Caleb Williams doesn't really want to play in Chicago. No, I know, but I'm talking about yeah, so Washington. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a huge Kingsbury fan, so... I don't, I mean, maybe that relationship, you know, carries over, but there's such a big difference between calling a game in college versus calling a game in the NFL offensively. Right. And so I, I don't. Would it be fair to say, though, he, he's a probably a good coordinator, but not a good head coach. That's all. Okay. Where, take me back to where he was, this great offensive play caller. Was it, are we talking about Texas Tech? Are we, because, I mean, he, he had a right. cup of coffee. Um, it was a bad head USC head. and then went to, you know, he was the, he was the one guy that we talked about that, you know, he did the greatest job of failing up. Yes. He was That's, fired at Texas Tech because right. they couldn't score points. And then he was, I don't know if he was, he wasn't released, but he left after being the OC and originally at right. USC 
to take the Arizona head coaching right. job. Not, you know, people think he's very good with quarterbacks, not just Mahomes, but, but whatever. I just thought it was kind of interesting. It just where's the evidence? Yeah, I don't think he's that's a head head coach. I guess he is. He's a great example of if I was uh, like an Afri- African American head a coach, or even a coordinator. What's this guy getting in this chance for? Right, he, that, look who he replaced. I know Eric uh, the enemy, the and guy Eric who won two like Super Bowls. He's not going to have right. th- 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 even be calling plays this year. Right. I mean, he could go back to KC. I mean, yeah, but do they get rid of who's who's a naggy there? Yeah, um, I would. Well, I mean, they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they went. And, they won two with him. Yeah, again, it's is yes. it is it was it is it naggy? Was it enemy? Is it Andy Reid? What's the combination there? Um, and so, it, but but Kingsbury, and that's why I said, you know, show me the proof. Like, where is it that he actually did? something as a play caller. Because it certainly wasn't with right. Kyler Murray and, and Arizona. That's for damn sure. There's got to be something with the enemy from a personal oh, uh, yes. communication standpoint. And we heard yesterday, by the way, uh, Mike Vrabel, too intimidating to be a head coach. Right? Are these guys getting into the meeting room with these people that aren't football people? And it's like, oh, that's brash. Guess what? Some football people are very brash. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, the the Frable thing is really odd. Uh, he was they were talking about him on a, a the athletic podcast with I believe uh, it was uh, Deanna Rossini and and somebody else, and uh, they were discussing the whole Vrabel situation. Here's how that went down. So their physical presence in this era or or in this you know realm. Should be a selling point. He comes in and you're like, oh man, I hope he doesn't kick my ass. I think I, I, yes. that would be a, a, a check in the positive column. How about Dan Campbell walks in? Right. He's he's bigger than Mike yeah. Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, I mean, I'm trying to be nice as I can. He's, he's a little wider. He, yeah. I mean, he hasn't Yeah, taken care of himself like Dan Campbell has. Right. So I don't think you're worried. I mean, okay, I, I might run away from him. You know, I mean, it, 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 he's not going to do anything I don't, to who's, him. Who's the most uh, successful coach in the National Football League right now? Uh, Andy Reid? Yeah, okay. Andy Reid's well, <laughs> could look he, like okay. a walrus. Okay? He's not being hired right now, though. I, I understand. Don't you see that the concerning thing is that the people owning these right. franchises you, but you tell and me the if general Andy manager. Reed, you are, tell me if Andy Reid applied for a job, he wouldn't get it because he's a big, he's a big guy? If he was a newcomer? Uh, well, Mike Vrabel's not did. a newcomer. No, I, no. I, I, trust me. I, I I am with you on this. I, no. I I don't know how you you sit in a room and somebody walks in. And you're like, oh, I'm afraid of him. <laughs> oh, I, I, that that makes no sense to me. None, especially when you're hiring a football coach. Yeah. <laughs> no, Vrabel's got the physical presentation, but he's also got the demeanor of just an old school football player. And I guys, I I don't know if you're seeing the dot I'm connecting. That ooh, danger, danger in our corporate CEO world. Well, what's Dan? Can't Dan Campbell should be the perfect Sony, example? It's not a universal yeah. across the board, but it, if there are some people doing this, I, I'm calling BS on this. This 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 seems made up to me. It it just seems unfathomable that you're not going to hire a guy because some little dork gets afraid of him when he walks into a room. <laughs> I mean, Mike McDaniel did get a job. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm, There's nothing scary about him. No, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the, the point. But yes. I think he's. These little scrawny offensive coordinators are getting all the head coaching jobs. 
unless what's next kickers unless they unless they turn down the money they gotta know the game like like ben like ben johnson is that the most indicting thing of kickers is the fact that there has there ever been a kicker that was a head coach not in modern football i don't know i mean obviously there have been special teams coordinators have been head coaches but they haven't been former kickers i know i'm just you know no you got to pay attention to the rest of the game i know they're off (laughs) tanning and doing push-ups and (laughs) I'll ask Peter King that. Maybe he'll know. One of my favorite things doing a show with you is putting the kicker stuff on a tee. Yeah, Just letting you uh, go. Yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> uh, here's some uh, ticket text. Wow, I don't get people. I already loved Brad Holmes, and after yesterday, I love him and trust him 110%. Yeah. He believes, and so do knowledgeable, realistic fans. Bill and Newport. What's not to trust Brad? He's built the best Lions team I've ever seen in 40 years of being a fan. He's made deposits in the bank and deserves the right to withdraw. I like Holmes a lot and have been supportive of all of his picks and decisions, but felt that some of his comments were unnecessary and even distasteful. There was no need. Let the results speak for themselves. That's George and Wyandotte. And they do. Yeah. NFC champs. I mean, NFC championship game. Right. NFC North champs. Right, but obviously this texter doesn't like uh, guys tooting their own horn. In Holmes, I do trust, although it'll be entirely sold, the Lions need to win at least one playoff game next year and draft well. That's Al from Macomb. Okay, I buy the maybe win one playoff game next year, but you never know what's going to happen. Draft well, you won't know that for three years. That's Brad Holmes's whole point. They can make seven picks this year, and you can hate them all, and you have to wait and see if they develop. And because we and in the media, because we're so, you know, accustomed. I've talked to some, you know, the Lions beat writers. They hate that their editors make them do grades after the draft because they know it makes no sense. Right. Because you don't know how these guys are going to turn out nine times out of ten. Um, 100% trust Brad Holmes. Best GM we've ever had and best one in Detroit right now. Can't wait to see him hoist a trophy, which will be next year. That's Graham and West Bloomfield. You know, it's it, it, the most successful in Detroit right now, that's for sure. Yes. Um, and the, the it's clearly the best GM the Lions have ever had. Yes. I, I mean, that's, no I, I don't even know that, that there's there's any competition. No, it's a room of one. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes I do trust and Brad Holmes. He's going to make mistakes, and honestly, he's going to make more mistakes as he goes on because there's less margin for error. He's turned around the Lions quicker than I think anybody imagined he would. You trust until it doesn't happen anymore. That's Tim and Howell. Yeah, I mean, so the team that they just lost to, the San Francisco 49ers, they have obviously drafted well. They made a move to go away from Jimmy G., and they've made adjustments at quarterback. They made a blockbuster trade to go up and get Trey Lance, oh. and that has proven to be an absolute bust. But where are they still? Right. 
so the point is you're not going to hit on every move. Exactly. You're not always going to be right. You can't always predict injury, but you can you can adjust off of those moves and the best GMs, the best franchises and organizations find ways to make those move after the move. We talk right. about defensive linemen all the time. You got to have a move after the move. Well, GM same thing. Right. You got to have a move after the move. If you make a mistake, you have to figure out a way to cover up that mistake or rectify the mistake. It's yeah. that simple. And the best general managers can do that. And John Lynch obviously did that with San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, and Miami thanks him very much for all their the draft you know capital they got for trading down. Sure, but if you put Miami and San Francisco on the same field, what happens? Right, San Francisco kicks their ass. Yeah, especially so the, you're especially going to, the games in the road. You're going to make mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you've got to be able. You're not going to bat a thousand. No. It just isn't going to happen. So you understand that going in and you move forward. You just could you you always have to have that vision of what are we what are we trying to what picture are we trying to paint? How do we get there? Sometimes we get outside the lines. How do we get back in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's weird and I don't want you to take this the wrong way that I'm actually, you know, saying this guy's great or anything like that. But as far as being patient and wait three, four years for guys to develop. If the Tigers are as good as we think they're going to be, that some of us think we're going to be, and feel the team that might happen, who drafted all those young players? I'm not going to say it. You say it. Well, Talavilla. I mean, from Colt Keith, Joe might make the team this year coming out of camp, uh, Torkelson, Riley Green, Carpenter. They're all Avila guys. Now, he made some of the worst moves in trade deadline histories, probably. But yeah, the point is, you have to wait four or five years a lot of times. That's all. Right. Well, but you also have to be fair to the guys that are currently here. The they, development. Yes. That yes. was the big knock for the Tigers. They couldn't develop people. Well, especially the the, um, the players from, like, uh, the you know, Dominican Republic and, and, and those parts. Our telephone number is 248 Hey, I tell you what, I'm, I'm so excited to be over at Planet Fitness. It's the home of the judgment-free zone where anyone, and that means anyone and everyone, can feel comfortable and work on their fitness goals. Planet Fitness is where you can build a lasting, active lifestyle. And here's what you're going to get. When you walk in, it's a squeaky clean gym. Everybody wants to work out where it's clean. You don't want to be laying down on somebody's old sweat. It's a judgment-free atmosphere. And if you're short on time. They have the Planus Fitness 30-minute circuit. You're in, you're out. You can get all of this for just $10 a month and no commitment. That's right. Planet Fitness is still only $10 a month. And if you want more, you can upgrade to the, the, the Planet Fitness Black Card membership and enjoy amenities such as unlimited use of the Black Card Spa featuring hydro massage, massage chairs, and total body enhancement and more along with 2,400 different locations worldwide, unlimited guest privileges. If you want more information today, you can go to planetfitness.com because right now the big fitness energy sale at Planet Fitness is going on. You can join today for only $1 down and $10 a month. This is a deal that you just simply don't want to miss. No matter where you are in Southeast Michigan, if you're listening right here, there's Utica, Sterling Heights, completely renovated and remodeled. Plymouth, where I'm at, Farmington Hills, six minutes from the show here, Ann Arbor. Again, they're open as well. That, that website, again, if you want more information, you want to get signed up, is planetfitness.com.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Talking about Brad Holmes and asking the question: Do you trust Brad Holmes? Is it in Brad we trust? Also, we mentioned Mike Vrabel being uh, too intimidating to hire. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I really don't. Uh, let's go to Dwayne in Schwartz Creek. What's going on, Dwayne? Thanks, gentlemen, for taking my, my call. Um, I am excited about Brad Holmes. I mean, uh, if if the draft wasn't enough, what he did last year in combination trade and free agency, he trades T.J. Hawkinson away. You got to know in four to six months, he's got Laporta targeted or somebody targeted to replace him. And then he's not going to overpay. He, he's, he sent a message to ballplayers. I'm not going to overpay for you. He, Williams doesn't accept the offer, and he, he, he snatches up Montgomery. I mean, the guy, that impresses me as much, if not more, because in his, in his initial press conference, he said he's, he's looking for longevity, uh, him and, and Campbell. And so those two moves just impressed the socks off of me to get rid of T.J. Hawkinson because he knows he's going to have to pay big money and to go out and get Laporta, his replacement, and then to do the same thing in free agency with Williams and grabs Montgomery. Let me ask you this. I'm playing because I totally agree with you, especially uh, you know on the Hawkinson deal. And I'm a big Montgomery fan. And I I thought Jamal Williams was a little overrated here because of his personality. Would Jamal Williams have been probably the same price, maybe a little cheaper than David Montgomery behind this offensive line? Would he have been as good? I don't think so because according to when when we got Montgomery. I think the year before he had one of the highest uh, miss rates or, or, um, or yes, tackles correct. or uh, yards after contact. And so, I mean, it, it, there was almost to me the impression I get, and we don't know, I don't know, who am I? I'm just a retired guy. But um, the impression I got is they wanted, they loved Williams for the locker room, but the impression was Williams was asking too much. Mm-hmm. Was told by too many people he was he was great. He was going to get this because he broke the record, all those touchdowns. Um, but to get Montgomery, younger and supposedly better after contact, 
makes people miss better. I mean, win-win. Yeah, I, I agree it was a good move. But, there, you know, Williams would have not been bad under this with this line, though. No, he wouldn't have been bad, but no. he wouldn't be Montgomery. Right. No. It would be Gibbs. He was never a lead back, though. No, I Never know. in his career. Never, never. So why would he all of a sudden be here? I mean, it I usually doesn't work that way. Right. Running well, backs, I... it usually works opposite. They start very strong because it's the easy, easiest position to transition to the NFL. Well, the, the obvious, I mean, people who are freaked out and that, oh, my God, you know, we don't have the Williams-Swift trade for Montgomery and Gibbs, obviously. I mean, Swift was pretty good with the Eagles. But, man, oh, man, I mean, that's such a check in, you know, a feather in Brad Holmes' cap. That, they didn't get saddled with that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because, well, Swift probably would have had a good year here. You predicted he would because it was going to be his contract year. Right. Would he have been as good as Gibbs? I don't know. He probably would, if he would have stayed healthy, because that's. <laughs> that was always the knock on him. You yeah. Could, you could he, never stay on the field. I mean, it was I, I never available. You might be extending a little bit, like, too far and too much credit to say, okay, Trading TJ because you knew we were going to draft Laporta. Right. There was a lot of time, six months, seven months in Correct. between there where so much right. should have changed. But the point of the caller was, I think. There were so many tight ends available. He well, was right. get he, one and of it them. wasn't worth it to pay him. No. I mean, for, he, for his he, team right now. Right. He had a great year up until when he got hurt. Let's go to uh, Mark in Detroit. What's going on, Mark? Hey, thanks for call- taking my call. Um, I want to say that I am now. A big golf fan. I was just, I just liked him prior to what he said in the locker room after the uh, LA Rams game when he said, Whoever wants to come in here, bring it. I, I got a whole new respect for him after that. I hope we keep him. But here's a suggestion uh, I'm kind of a stats guy and I look at the stats of the games. Detroit in the this season and the latter half of last season, all the games that they lost, the offense played less minutes than the defense, except for the Dallas game, which they lost, and the offense played more minutes. Detroit was probably the worst third-quarter team this season, and it's because, in my opinion, golf is not mobile. I'd love to see the Lions utilize that second-string quarterback that's a mobile guy on third and fourth downs. Because if you look at when we lose it, they go three and out, three and out, four and out, and put the defense right back on the field. So I'd like to see them utilize, similar to what I think Michigan and some other teams have done, rotating the quarterback. Just my thought. You want the orgy package in the NFL, huh? Yeah. It, 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 that can work a lot in the college ranks. Yes. It rarely is effective in the NFL. Right. I mean, because the next thing you know, you'll be wanting to do a wildcat. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of rotating quarterbacks. It's Jared Goff's offense. It's his team. And, yeah, do they need right. to improve in the third quarter? Yes. Yes. Look, there are a little thing. As good as the offense is, there are so many things that need to be tweaked offensively as well. Uh, obviously, Ben Johnson would disagree, but I think it is just absolutely heinous on short yard situations um, for you to ever go shotgun and or empty. It makes no sense to me whatsoever because you take away the possibility of a run play. It's okay to pass on fourth or third and short, whatever, 
but at least make the defense think. Believe you could run? Yeah, right? Am, am I, yeah, I, I would generally agree with that. Okay. Maybe not 100%. There are, there are other situations or could be, you could have been setting things up. I mean, there's, there's a lot of factors that would go into that, that third and short, that fourth and short play call. I think it's when you don't show it, and then all of a sudden you show something like that that you can really put the defense in a tough spot. You, you see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. It's an element of surprise. If right. it's something you really don't show very often. But they do. That's the problem. Right. I agree with you. It's too much, especially for a team that likes to run the ball. Yeah. Third, third down probably more than any in the league. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it makes no sense to me that sometimes when they should be running the ball on short yardage, they don't. But – they still have I mean, like if, really good offense. If Michigan were to have done that on third and two in Happy Valley this year, that would have been a surprise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that would have been stunning. All right. Peter King joining us next. Live from Las Vegas, 97 won the ticket. The telephone number is 248-539-9797. Brad Holmes was very interesting yesterday. I, you know, he discussed a lot of, you know, did you like his <clears throat> chip on the uh, on the shoulder? Chip? Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like that. It's different. I like him having the edge. I yeah. like him having the uh, the ability to, you know, voice his emotions. Yeah. You know, without actually saying it. You could you could tell that you know, he that's what he wanted. Then, then that's the that's the the aura, the presence that he wanted to put out there. Mhm. All right, 248-539-9797. Maybe Peter King hasn't gotten up yet uh, in Vegas. It is 630, so hopefully we'll hear from him. I watched uh, a decent amount of both the uh, Roger Goodell press conference yesterday, which was ridiculous that it was yesterday and not uh, Friday or even later in the week when more of the media were there, and the fact that it was invitation only was really stupid. Uh, And also the opening night. Uh, which was at Allegiant Stadium. Then there was more, obviously, because of location, 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 more yep. San Francisco 49er fans than, than Kansas City Chief fans. But it, the Super Bowl, I mean, it took me a, wa- a while as, you know, kind of Mr. Sports Guy to really appreciate and embrace what the Super Bowl has been. Because I used to go and, you know, when it was basically just a football game. Uh, now it's not. It's a week-long celebration of football, but it is more entertainment. I mean, anybody's, and it's it's fine, anybody's .com or any website, whatever, can get credentials to, you know, Media Day, all that stuff. You can't all get them to the game. Or to the conversation with Roger Goodell. That, well, that's obviously true. It used to be anybody could go. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's... It's fun, so I'm 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 I've I've warmed up to it. So yeah, so yes, last night if you didn't watch it, uh, and it was all on the the NFL Network, and you know it was time to introduce the Kansas City Chiefs. They went first, and they have an hour, and then uh, the 49ers come on, and they had uh, Michael Buffer, who of course has the saying that we're can't say because we'd be sued. What a a hole! Anybody who would do that, what? Is, Oh, you can't use my trademark because because he makes money off of that. Yeah, I'll... you're going to be mad at him for yes. making money. No, I'm not mad at him for, making money for, for finding a way oh, to. Come on, really? I that that uh, you can't say. Let's get whatever. 
I know. I mean, I, that's absurd. <laughs> that's so self-serving. That's ridiculous. Look, he's the one that made it famous. Okay, okay, but it's it's a who he is. It's his, it, and, and he went out and got a trademark for it. Don't be pissed at him for that. Yeah, I am pissed at him for that. So, like Ohio State, could they tr- get that uh, the the trademark? They did, they, they, right? They, 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 they did. did. But, yeah, but they could they they enforce it, it? Yeah. because they spell it as the. Yes. Right. Yes. All right. You can't. He is now with us yes. from Las it Vegas. It took years to figure out how to spell it. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Peter King. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. How are you, Peter? What's going on? Oh, it's another day in Las Vegas, Nevada, just like we always thought, a yeah. Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Yes. I don't know. It's just the most bizarre thing in all the years I've covered football to come to Las Vegas for a Super Bowl. And there's actually, by the way, NFL theme slot machines. <laughs> I mean, the world is just crazy. It's just crazy anyway, but that's the story. All right. Before we get into the game, uh, from your perspective, who do we believe in the Ben Johnson, he said, she said deal? That's a great question. And I wish I had done my job and actually looked into this, but I haven't. All I can say is that. Adam Schefter is rarely, rarely incorrect. And I don't think he's incorrect in this case. It sounds like Ben Johnson uh, decided while, or, or at least told his agent while the plane was in the air, I'm staying in Detroit. I'm not going to meet with Washington. Now, could that be wrong? Yes, absolutely. Unequivocally. But, I know over the years you could make a lot of money betting on what Adam Schefter says. So what's worse then, or what would have been worse? Him <laughs> notifying them while they're on the plane, and it sounded like they That's were coming to, 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 to Aaron Glenn, to see Aaron Glenn anyway, or you go through it and you make it mechanical and you let them know, you know what, no, I, I don't, I'm not interested in the job, and quite honestly, I wasn't interested while you were on your way here. <laughs> that is a great question. Because on the one hand, you think this guy agreed to talk to them and then he jilted them when they were in midair, this guy who paid $6 billion for this franchise. And on the one hand, <clears throat> you think that's, that's a terrible thing to do. But on the other hand, it sounds to me like he was just being honest, you know, uh, that he, when he made his decision, he made his decision. Now, um, Maybe, maybe, maybe um, he, he could have gone through, gone through with the interview and later in the day called them and said, hey, listen, I've decided to stay uh, and just gone through with it. But I think it sounds like that he made his decision and he basically thought, hey, there's no sense in letting this play out anymore. I'm going to I'm just going to tell them right now. So, I agree with you. I think it's I think it's a really really difficult call. I I but I do think that if he did say to them, I'll meet with you, I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out and and let's let's try to, you know, see if there's a common ground and then they were on their way there and he changed his mind. I can see both sides of this. I really can. Final thing on the coaching, I find it unbelievable that Mike Vrabel 
Uh, not to mention oh. Belichick, but Mike Vrabel is not employed. And and we played uh, some of the audio from Diana Rossini talking about uh, general manager told her at the Senior Bowl that people were intimidated by Mike Vrabel's size as one of the reasons he's not he didn't get a job. That that makes no sense to me. I I don't know. I you know look, I do not. I used to cover coaching searches on a very granular basis talking to all the agents, talking to the GMs, talking to some owners. And I really don't do that anymore. But I'm a lot more surprised that Vrabel isn't a coach than that Bill Belichick isn't a coach. I mean, don't you want a coach on your team who makes your team play better than it is? <laughs> Look at the last game of this season. Yes. A meaningless game for the Tennessee Titans. And they kicked the crap out of a team that if they won the game, they were going to win the division. If not, they were going home. I, I, that really surprised me. But I wrote my column last week that what this coaching cycle tells us, you know, the watchword of this coaching cycle is collaborative. You know, I think at the end of the day, Robert and Jonathan Kraft want to be able to sit in a room with their head coach and talk to him about, not tell him what to do, but talk to him about why are we doing this? You know, what's, what's the reason why we're doing this and what, you know, and I do think that that really manifested itself in Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel being on the sidelines today. Um. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. So let me ask you this. Going to the Super Bowl, um, and people have, they've debated this, and I think it's, it's, it's one of those where there's no right answer, but is Brock Purdy a good quarterback? I, I mean, the, the, for you to even ask that question shows, to me, what is sort of going on in our society, in our sporting society now where, um, I mean, I wrote to work one day last week with Kyle Shanahan and he is, he doesn't get upset by it, but he is absolutely, the right word is bemused by a third of the people in the media environment who say, this guy's not that good. He's just a game manager he's a marionette on a string with Kyle Shanahan pulling the string and all that, you know, it's all silly. I mean, what would you have thought of Joe Montana in 1982 being coached by Bill Walsh? What if Joe, Mon- what if Bill Walsh and Joe Montana came to life today in this environment, in this media environment, the, whatever he was, the 82nd pick in the draft, you know, the small kid from Notre Dame, mm-hmm. all that. Really, what would you, what would everybody have said? They'd say the exact same thing about Joe Montana that they're saying right now about Brock Purdy. Game manager, can't really do a lot of stuff. Even after he ran for 52 yards in the span of 15 minutes to actually win the NFC championship game. Yeah, really. We, we know. When you look back <laughs> on it. Yeah, you saw it, of course. I mean, but, and again, did he play crappy in the first half? Yes. Did the Lions dominate him in the first half? Yes. No question about it. But he came back and he did what great quarterbacks do. You know, he came back and he played great in the second half and they won the game. And that, to me, I, 
Is he a good quarterback? No, I think he's a great quarterback. Is the key to Sunday Kansas City's ability to run the ball? Because if they can't run, uh, as great as Mahomes is uh, and, and Kelsey, the receiving cores, I think just San Francisco all around is a much better team. Uh, but if Kansas, if Pacheco can have a good day, game, they got a, a really good chance, don't you think? I think that it's really important that they run, but I think you would have lost a lot of bets in your life if you asked, if you looked at all the games where Kansas City didn't run the ball well and Patrick Mahomes pulled a rabbit out of his hat. Yeah, it's true. I'm just not picking against this guy. I mean, you know, he's just uh, he's just too good, too reliable, too clutch to ever say, well, if Kansas City doesn't run the ball well, San Francisco is definitely going to win. Now, <clears throat> I do think that there are some kind of absolutes in this game. One is, and Nick Bosa said it the other day, that, Defensive line stamina in this game is vital. And what that means is that, obviously, you know, you're going to need to chase Mahomes. You're obviously need, going to need to chase him in an intelligent way. You've got to pen him in and not allow him to get to the outside where he makes so many great plays. But I just – I don't I, – I agree. If Isaiah Pacheco runs for 90 – I think Kansas City is going to win. But if he runs for 20, I don't necessarily think Kansas City is going to lose. You mentioned uh, what's going on in Vegas. Were you surprised, disappointed that the Goodell press conference was yesterday? I, when I used to cover it, I used to love going, ask a question every once in a while. Now they wouldn't even invite me. I mean, the, the way it seems. What, what? It's a weird. It's just a weird thing that's going on, I think, in the NFL now. That And look, I wrote very critically about moving the thing to Monday uh, <clears throat> and about the whole prospect of it being invitation only. And one of the NFL PR guys pushed back and he emailed me or he texted me and he goes, that's really unfair. It's not invitation only. Anybody can come. And I just said, hey, listen, the Pro Football Writers Association president uh issued a memo last week, you know, decrying the invitation only press conference and talk to you guys about it. So somebody here is not telling the truth. I don't know who it is. So I think the, look, Roger Goodell really likes to control the message. He just does. And he, you know, this isn't the gone of the days of Pete Rozelle. When, when I first started covering this league 40 years ago, and Roselle was doing it. He'd stand up there as long as anybody had questions. And afterwards, he'd go down and do sidebars uh, with radio guys, with uh, uh, with uh, with media guys. He'd stand there for another twenty or twenty-five minutes, just talking to us, all comers. It's just you know, Roger Goodell just doesn't value that kind of interaction anymore. Maybe it's because he's been beat up so much. That he said, "Screw those guys." I don't know, but he's just—he's become different in his uh, eighteen. I think it's eighteen years. He took the job in '06, but he's really or what? What is that? I'm wrong. Is that? Uh, yeah, whatever. On, yeah. About eighteen years. Yeah. 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 But uh, so I just think he's—it's a little bit different covering the NFL now. But you know, 
it is what it is. And, you know, people don't watch the game on Sunday uh, thinking that, man, I don't like what Goodell did by moving his press conference. It's just it's a little bit more of an inside baseball thing than anything else. All right, final thing that's a little self-serving, but uh, somebody who has seen uh, Mr. Springsteen 136 times, I know you're a fan. What If you had to hear one song, what would it be? Um, I would say Jungle Land. All right. And, but it's so hard because I went to see him on this tour. I went to see one of his last shows before he canceled, you know, because he wasn't well. Um, and I come away from almost every show thinking, Oh my God, such and such was the, that's the best I've ever heard him sing it. And, and, and all that. And so I love that about concerts. Like probably my two favorites are Springsteen and U2. And every time I go to a show, I come away thinking that one song was the best I'd ever heard. So that's what makes those things enjoyable. Peter, thank you very much for being with us uh, these last few weeks. We, we definitely appreciate it. Enjoy the, uh, the Super Bowl, and we'll talk to you down the road. Hey, no problem, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, that was Odyssey NFL insider Peter King. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. The slippery winter season is and here. And <laughs> the slippery winter season is upon us. Uh, hopefully it's almost over. But whether your injured injury is a result of an auto accident or a slip and fall during the winter months, there's only one attorney out there who can give you the best personal service you need and deserve, and that's injury attorney David Femininio. I've told you before, if you're injured in Michigan, you need to call David Femininio to get David and get paid. David can be reached anytime on his website, getdavidgetpaid.com, or you can give him a call directly at 855-65-CRASH. That website, again, getdavidgetpaid.com, or on the phone at 855-65-CRASH. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.